Father, we bless your name. We thank you, Lord, for this hour. And we thank you for the days to come. According to the promises you have made to us, as we enter into a new week, Lord, some have heard that they want to hear you audibly. In this week it shall come to pass. Some have said they have never had an encounter of an open vision before. In this week it shall come to pass. Some have said what it is when you mention trance. Is a man asleep in the time of trance or awake? Your inquiry shall be satisfied in this new week. Some have said, Lord, manifest to me the gift of healing. As you enter this week, it shall be manifest. Some have said to, to the Lord, use me to bring an end to this confusion that is all over the place. For those who thirst shall be filled. To those who hunger, the Lord shall fill with righteousness. I declare that as you enter the new week, the unction from heaven will rest upon you. The grace that God has given to you, that is within you, yet to be manifest, shall see fulfillment. Every device of the enemy to hinder you for next week shall fail. When heaven shall speak, you will be there. When God shall visit, you'll be there. When the miraculous shall overtake the natural, you'll be there. When the jet stream of the Spirit of God will will move like a wind. And the holy flame of the Lord shall descend upon this house. In the midst of next week, you shall be there. Every intention of the devil to frustrate you shall fail. Heaven will support every seed of this house. Heaven will will empower and engrace every seed of this house. Heaven will frustrate every agenda of the wicked one. Your body shall be strengthened. Your eyes shall be empowered. Your hearing shall be agile. So shall it be unto you. The voice of God will become distinct and clear. There will be holy manifestation of grace. So shall it be and so it is. In Jesus' holy name we are declared. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Turn to some beside you. Welcome them in the name of the Lord. Choir, you may take your seats. I will just read a report to you tonight briefly. And we are going to have testimonies. Few testimonies and then we will bring this meeting to a close. What do you expect next week? Aha, I had miracles. Yeah, you got it. Power, you got it. Visitation, you got it. The Lord told me, let me say something to you. There is a man called Jabez. He did not decide to be miserable. But he was miserable by circumstance. He was made miserable by circumstance. 
That circumstance in Jabez happened to be from the, from the mother. Alright, from birth. And it became his description. Affliction. But you see, we looked at this a few weeks ago. Jabez heard about the God of Israel. And he decided to turn to God himself. Not through any minister. Not through any prophet. And he said that you will bless me, O God, and take away this reproach from me. And the Bible says, and God listened and heard. In this new week, God will hear your voice. I say heaven will attend to your cry. It doesn't matter whether your situation is by your own error. It doesn't matter whether your past mistake led you to where you are. It doesn't matter whether it was the mistake of your parents or some friends. Let me say something to you. There's a God in heaven. There was a man who was blind. And this man had begged all his life. But one day, the Bible says, he had people running as a blind man. And he said, what is going on? And they said to him, Jesus of Nazareth was passing. And he said, which of the Jesuses? They said, the son of David. And the Bible says, the man shouted in a loud voice, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Listen to me. The people around him came to him and said, shut up, you ragged man. The Bible said he did not listen to them. He shouted the more. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. When his voice got to the throne of grace, Jesus stopped and said, Who is the man calling? They said, it's very me. He said, go get him. The same people who said to him, shut up. They went back to him and said, shut up. That will happen to you this week. Somebody who had despised you will be the one who will lift up your hand. Somebody who had hindered you will be the one that will become a bridge for you to go. God will hear your cry of mercy for mercy. And he will send favor upon you. And grace will overshadow you. Listen to me. In the book of 1 Samuel. Chapter 1 to 3. That's about the story of a woman. Who always go, they always go to a, a, a conference like this. Every year they went to Shiloh. Someone said it's Shiloh. How many of you vote that it is Shiloh? Wave your hands to me. How many of you say Shiloh? You are all correct. Hallelujah. But there's something I want to learn from that woman. Every year she went... She never got miracle. The reason why she never got miracle was because her husband gave her a pacifier. Whenever she wants to think about her problem, her husband will give her a temporary solution. And she will take away her heart from her demise. Her demise was that there were two women. She was barren. The other was fruitful. Really, we understand from the character and the nature of the woman who was fruitful that she was ungodly. And from the report of the Bible, we recognize that the one who was barren was very godly. Because every year, the one who was, uh, who was fruitful will turn the other one. And one day, one year, which is this year, <laughs> come on now, your reproach shall be taken from among men. 
You know, let me tell you, over the week I've been seeking God and God has revealed so many things to me. But one thing that happened to me overnight today was that I found myself praying and praying and praying in my, in my dream. And I prayed out, I prayed and people were celebrating prayer all over the whole place. There was so much manifestations all over the whole place. And I prayed, I woke up, I went back and I kept on praying. If that is not a revelation, I will ask you what that could be. <laughs> Listen to me. There is something you must not miss about Hannah. It was the year she made up her mind suddenly. That woe to he who has his confidence in the flesh. He shall be like Tom Bush, says the word. He says he will not see prosperity when he comes. That day, she decided to take her eyes away from man. Somebody had to take that decision in this week. If your reliance had been the promise of man. Listen to me. Your attitude towards God must change. If you have been blaming man for your demise. There is a God in heaven who is a jealous God. He loves to be recognized. He does not love people to replace him with anything. He's an idol before him. But you know something? Another thing I learned from Hannah is that he does not, I thought you were going to put Jeremiah there for me. Who is in that uh, 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 something there? Did you not hear what to he who makes flesh his confidence? Find it out. Jeremiah what? Verse what? Leave it there. That woman Hannah would have died barren if she continued to take that pacifier for, from that man, Elkanah, and continue to blame her demise on another woman. Somebody needs to put the past behind during this week. I'm telling you what you are expecting to enter next week. No matter what situation has happened to you that is not in line with the word of God, cast away your blame from man. Man might have been instrumental to your demise. But let me tell you something. God is the solution to your problems. All right? That woman came to a day. She said, I will not accept any gift this year. And she came to the temple. The Bible says she prayed so much. Her mouth was moving, but no audible voice. That is traveling. That is traveling in prayer. And she was looking like a mad woman. Because she was just talking, 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 but her voice is not heard. To the extent that the prophet came and said that you, this woman, if you are drunk, you will have stayed at home. And slept. That was when she said, Do not come here to be drunk. I'm pouring my heart to who? To God. Listen to me. There is no situation that is insurmountable before God. Believe what I tell you. God can do all and everything. I will read to you just a scripture and then we're going to finish. Okay? So, this new week we are going into. God wants you to forget about any man. Okay? Let your heart 
cling on God alone. Look, when I come here every week, I'm not seeing you. I'm seeing the one who appeared to me. He will visit this house. I can't hear you say amen. God will visit me next week. Listen to me. Now, the method of Hannah, what did he provoke? He provoked a rema from God. All what she needed was a rema. Listen to me. The most astonishing thing is this. If God can use a fallen man to speak a rema to a woman, okay, by anointing man but falling, come on now, how much more will God use those who are still standing to speak a word to your life and your demise shall be over? You didn't hear what I said. But the heart with which you must come must be like her heart. Put your past behind you. Let your problem diminish while God is exalted. Do you know, nobody should enter next week without really seeking God for something. Don't come empty-hearted. Alright? Let your heart be filled with what you want. And let me say this also. Don't pray a generic prayer. God blessed us. He had blessed us. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. He had already blessed us. Tell him specific thing that you want. Is there somebody in this house today? If you know how to think, you know how to thank. If you know how to ask, you know how to receive. If you know how to knock, you know how to enter through the door. Look at what it says in this scripture. Curse is the one who trusts in man, who depends on flesh for his strength, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. Take away your eyes from any idol. Focus on God. Look, let me say something to you about me. I know a good number of you know it because you have been with me for a long time to understand that. If head is aching me, I thank God for it. You will never hear me say that, oh, the devil has attacked me. Attacked me for what? What, what is he doing that is It's me he will attack. He must be very foolish. <laughs> Satan have nothing to be glorified in my life. When things are not going well with me, I ask God, what are you trying to tell me? God is the one speaking all time. Whether it's good time, whether it's bad time, God is speaking. God is speaking. I will never give the devil a chance to be glorified. God may use the devil, but God will take the glory. Somebody say amen. Somebody disappointed me. It is the beginning of my appointment. Hello? Because sometimes God has to take that human reliance away from you for you to know who God really is. And bring you to the place where there is no more help, no more hope. And come to your rescue at the last straw. The last strand. Almost cutting. Or even a cut and you are in a free fall like England is going to be in a few weeks time. <laughs> Hallelujah somebody. Look at the next verse. It says he will be like the bush in the wasteland. He will not see prosperity when he comes. Somebody who makes man is reliance. 
He will dwell in the past place of the desert. In a salt land where there is what? No one lives. Your own isolated world. A life of regrets and depression for a man who puts his hope on man. And when that man disappoints you, you will be in a wasteland. Nobody can know what you are thinking in your brain. You will be totally isolated. You can't hear God. The only thing you hear is demons. When prosperity stands before you, you can identify it. Because you have made man your confidence. And that man has behaved as a man should. That is to disappoint you. Are we together now? Do you know something? There is a father in heaven who doesn't disappoint anybody. I hope you'll understand what I'm saying very well. That's why I beg you to love him. He's the only one who can forgive you. And when you remind him of what you did, he can't remember it. He can't remember it. You may have it in your record. But he says, there are sins I remember. He says, I, even I am he. Who cleansed their sins like a smoke. Look at what he says in the scripture. He says, He will dwell in a past place of the desert, in a salty, in a salt land where no one lives. Look at the next verse. Shall we read together? Bless. Who will you trust? I cannot hear you say it. Who is your confidence? It is the Lord. He never comes too late. And he never disappoints. <laughs> you didn't hear what I'm saying. Let me tell you something. When I was at the age of uh, about uh, 18 or so, or so. Yeah, about 18. A prophet, my, my spiritual mother said to me that, he said, my son, when God created you and sent you to this world, he said he sent you to be a judge. He said, if you go and do law, you will, be, you will rise so fast to the top. He said, but you have decided to do this severe job. And I told my spiritual mother, I hate any book that does not have mathematics or diagram. When I was in, I don't know what you call school GCSE. GCSE. Okay. When I was in GCSE, in my days, they did school start, they did uh, uh, GCE. Now, this is what happened. When I was in the, the GCSE, my last year, which is class 5, I have read the A-level physics back and front. And I solved every problem in Nelkon and Parker. When I was in class 4, before going to class 5, I have done mathematics. I did pure mathematics. I did additional mathematics. I did applied mathematics, which is just physics, uh, you know, mechanics. So any book, when you give me a book, if I can't see calculation in the first page and the second page, I will shut the book. So I told my spiritual mother, I can't read law. Law is not for someone like me. It's for people who read novels. I don't read, 
I've never read a noble finish in my life. Except the Bible. Hallelujah, somebody. And God help me. So, my mother-in-law said that, but you see, I see you as a lawyer. I said, no. I said, forget it. I will be a scientist. She said, let's see. Do you know something? I say God never comes too late. In my old age, I'm reading law. <laughs> Excuse me. One day, I said to myself that, I told my mother, my spiritual mother, you see this, my head cannot enter law book. It can only enter mathematics and physics. Forget it. But listen to me. In my old age, I'm doing law. Not only doing law, <laughs> really, the, the result I'm getting in law, I didn't get it in my mathematics and physics. Are you with me now? What I'm saying to you is this. Everything that heaven has written concerning you, every prophecy that you have received in your life, every word that God has spoken to you, and you are waiting, you are waiting, you are waiting. I say God does not come too late. As you enter next week, heaven will intervene. You know, it is always good for you to wait for the right time. Because in the right time, it makes all things beautiful. It makes all things easy. It will make provision for you when your time comes. Look, look, look. Every promise that God made, any area you are struggling, as you enter next week, get ready to enter the fulfillment. He said in that future, blessed is the man who what? Trusts in the Lord. So what do you do? Just trust in the Lord. You have invested money and lost it. Forget it. The Lord will restore to you when the years the locusts have eaten. Somebody has been seeking God, seeking God, seeking God. <laughs> Joel 2.17. Go there and we come back here. What does he say? Let the minister, the priest who minister before the Lord weep between the temple pot and the altar, let them say, O Lord, do not what? And a why should they? Is there somebody that has that, that applied to you tonight? Is there somebody in this town that people are saying, where is your God? Come on, with joy and gladness, read the next verse. Shall we read it? Say it again. Say it again. Say it one more time. And do what? Say the Lord will be jealous of me. He will take pity on my family. Look at the next one. Let's read it one more time. The next verse. Shall we read it? The Lord will reply. Say the Lord will reply me. Somebody say as I enter next week. The week of our convention. The God of heaven will reply. He said he will send reply. Look at what he said. What is the reply? Shall we read it together? I am sending you grain. New wine and oil. Enough to satisfy you fully. Somebody say amen. 
Look at the next verse. Shall we read it? Never again. Say it again. Say it one more time. One more time. I can't hear you. Do you know your sadness has turned into joy? Your sorrow will turn to celebration. He said, the Lord will send reply. In this new week, God will send reply. Maybe you are the one who has been saying, God, why me? Why me? You will know in this new week. Because the Lord will send you reply, not according to your question, but according to his own plan and divine plan for you. Listen to me. Some of us have not really understood who God is. Because we are not used to taking free things. We are used to working hard before we attain things. And when God gives us grace, we struggle. Hello? He went to a young man. And he said, that young man, you mighty man of valor. And the man said, sir. He said, you mighty man of valor. He said, you made mistakes, sir. He lives in the next compound. He said, no, I'm talking to you. He said, no, sir. No, sir. Let me tell you who I am. I don't know who you are, but hear me. Let me tell you my story first. You see, this man is Gideon. And if you don't know who Gideon is, I am from the least family, the least tribe in the whole country. Okay? Not only that. In that least tribe, I come from the least family that my father is so wretched that he has to go and serve idols to be making money. He would like the people to make money. He said that in that home, of the least in the, in the family, I am this least. He says, so you are talking to a wrong man. And you know when God will answer him, God said, go in this strength of yours. God did not reply according to his folly. God will reply you next week. You may be saying, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. It will surprise you. God doesn't speak to you according to what you say. He speaks to you according to what he had written about you. I will together now. It says the Lord will reply to the scorn of men over you. The Lord will reply to the abuse of men over your lives. The Lord will reply over all the discouragement men have said. How much they don't believe in you. How much they have blamed you for your demise. As if they don't have any demise. Listen to me. People have been speaking. Christ with Tabernacle, next week you will speak. It is your time to speak. You will speak not by words. The manifestation that will happen in your life will speak on your behalf. People will say, the Lord has remembered them. And that's when they will say, come, let us go back and join them. It will happen to you. I say it will happen to you. When God responds to a man, his enemy celebrates him. The enemies will come and they will sign peace agreement with you. They will beg you to rule over them. That will happen to you next week then. Look at what it says there. Go back to my jury. Let's read the Jeremiah again. Finish it, Joe. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. That is me. Whose confidence is in Jesus? That is me. Come on, look at what it says to him. I will be like a tree planted by the water. The center is ruled by the stream. Somebody say amen. amen. That stream is the Holy Spirit of God. 
He says, it does not what? Fear when the heat comes. You will not fear any longer. And then he says, it leaves are always what? Then he says what? All your worries shall disappear. I say God will visit you and your worries will disappear. If your bank account is limited to HSBC, then you can be worried. Let me say this to you. Whether you have account in HIBC or Barclays Bank, that is not the source of your money. It's what you put there. Hallelujah. If you have been putting trickles there, get ready to put in money that hands cannot pay. Your source will outburst it banks. It will flow unto you. If you say the loudest amen, that is you. When prophetic goes out, you must shout into it. That means I affirm that is me. At the point of shout, manifestation happens. I love this. It will not worry in the year of drought. And never again shall he fail to bear fruit. Let me take you to the second part of this in the next 10 minutes. Do you know something? I may make mistake. As far as I'm concerned, it is not a mistake. It's another opportunity to do better. So, I cannot be intimidated by any mistake. If anybody doesn't make mistake, he's a stupid man. Yeah, a stupid man is one who doesn't make mistake. Because a stupid man will not dare what is beyond him. Okay, mistake comes by daring something that is higher than you. And by mistaking, you will learn to perfect. And those who refuse to dare, they will remain where they are until you go higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. Listen to me. I want to show you the second part of what God is going to be doing. Look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1. This is what God told me to tell you. Pastor, check me the next... 10 minutes. <laughs> Somebody say hallelujah. Do you know something? I love God more than I love anything. And you can't conduct deliverance from, for me over God. I just love him. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> I just love him, man. <laughs> I just love God. Oh, my. Sometimes you take decisions you don't know is God. Alright? But men of faith will take, you will move according to the impulse. Few years later, you will recognize that, oh, if I, I thank God that I listened some years ago. At the time that you listened, you didn't understand it. You just did it. Even some of you will just do it because someone said you should do it. Okay? And few years after, I say, ah! Thank God. It was God who moved the person to move you to get into it. Look. Do you know that every skill that you acquire on earth, God will use them on this earth for your benefit? You didn't get what I'm telling you. Sometimes you will learn this, and then you will derail to learn this. And it seems as if this new way you are going does not have bearing with this that you... So sorry for you. That this that you spend all your life acquiring, don't you understand? It is because in a short distant time, God is bringing this and that together 
There will be no waste in all your learnings. Look at what it says. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. Give me 1 Corinthians 1 1. Shall we do it together? Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and our brother Sustenus. Romans 1 1. Read it now. Paul, a servant of Christ, called to be what? An apostle and set apart. For the gospel of God. Look at 1 Corinthians 1.1. 1, 1. Read it again. Paul called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. And our brothers will say, let me say something to you. What God has called you to be will manifest in this new way. You are called for something. There is a calling upon your life that has been hidden. You might have been working contrary to the call. Like Paul. He was working as a killer and he is supposed to be a life giver. But when the time like this came, he was on his mission to kill. When the life giver appeared unto him, the Lord will appear to you in the new week. Do you know something? What God needs from man is zeal. And God can use people who have zeal easily. They only need a revelation mixed with the zeal. And the zeal will become manifestation. Are we together now? Go back to my Ephesians. I want to show you a few more things and then we stop. One. It says. To the saints in Ephesus. The faithful in Jesus Christ. That is you. I said that is you. Look at the next verse. Shall we read it together? Grace and peace to me from God, my Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior. Oh, now read it now. Grace and peace. Uh-huh. Yes. My Redeemer. Look at the next verse. You will get nothing but grace. Anywhere you turn to is grace and mercy. Look at what it says here. It says, praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who had what? Come on now. Who has what? I cannot hear you. Where is it? In who? In Christ Jesus. Anything contrary to blessing, it will give way in your life. Look at what the Bible says. Why will God bless you? Because he has said to you at verse 2. Look at what he says to you again. Grace and peace to you. Why? From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Because verse 1 says, To the saints in Ephesus. How many saints are here? Saint, uh, Saint Jason, Saint Debbie, Saint Nike, Saint Nike, Saint uh, Daniel, Ah, Saint Nike, Saint Nike, Saint Daniel, Saint Daniel, equation balance, Saint Saint what? Adi, Saint Wisdom, Ah, and Saint. Pa, pa, pa. Listen, 
3. Because you are a saint. Verse 3 applies. Let's read verse 3 again. Praise be to God our Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who are what? Bless his saints. Bless his saints. Someone say after me. Therefore there is no condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, the law of spirit of life set me free. Say, I am free from the law of sin and death. Romans 1, 8, 1. It says what the law was powerless to do in that it was weakened by this flesh and body. Come on, man. My Savior did it by the cross. Go to my Ephesians. Today, you will know the truth. It says, God has blessed you and I in the heavenly realm with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Understand, this is the word of God to the saints. No curse. It is impossible for a saint to be cursed because it's not part of what God gave you. If the Father did not give anything to you, it's not your portion. Are we together? Oh my God. Uh, There is something now. Look at the book of Deuteronomy 18.5. I think it should be. No. Look at 5.18. Is it 5.18? Go, Joe. No. I will give you this one. I will give it to you. There is something I wanted you to get here in this scripture. Okay? If we go first of all to Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 17. No, um... So, sorry, numbers I mean. Yes, you know where I'm going now. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. What does the scripture say? Read it. And then the next verse. So, this is the man who was said to go and curse Israel. Okay? Now, it says, I have received a command to bless. He had blessed. You know, this scripture I want to give you, I, I think it's in Deuteronomy. It's in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 
Let me see 18, really. You know what that scripture says? It says God will not permit the curse of Balaam to come upon Israel. God turned the curses to blessing because the Lord loves Israel. All right? Don't worry if I don't get that scripture now. I will give it to you. But you have that, that number says, a man who was sent to curse Israel, when he got there and did the sacrifice to curse Israel, he opened his mouth and he blessed them three times. Okay? Now, he is the one who now says, a witch doctor. When they take a Christian to a witch doctor, say, curse him for us. Or Obioman. Or the guru in India. And he opened his mouth. He says, I have received the command to bless. He had blessed. That is God had blessed. I cannot change you. Do you know something? If anybody opened his mouth to say a curse, in his heart he wants to curse you. When he opened his mouth, it is blessing he will bless you. This is the word of the Lord. You don't know how many people are cursing you all over the world. Every curse they pronounce is another blessing. A Christian cannot walk according to curse. Because the Bible says that the Old Testament, God assigned angels to bring it to pass. So curses are brought to pass by demons. Okay? And a Christian cannot obey demons. Impossible. Because you are given the power to command demons. Now, this is the philosophy behind curse. So, if a curse is spoken, what makes it happen? An evil spirit is assigned. Now, when that evil spirit takes that assignment and it comes to a saint of God... He sees blessing according to the Ephesians chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. And because of that, it's a sin. Because of that, God only has given demons one opportunity. And that is to bless a saint. 23.5. Look at that, Deuteronomy 23.5. Shall we read together now? Stop. I don't like the way you are reading Uh-huh. Excuse me, so where do people see breaking of curses for those who God loves? It's stupid. If anybody believes that a Christian, we need to deliver him from curses. The person is just stupid. Because the principle of God is that when they curse a Christian, the Bible says God will not permit. You see, when Balaam was cursing Israel, Israel didn't even know it. Israel didn't know. He went to barren height, he could not. He went to dry height, he could not. He went to mountain, everywhere he went, it was blessing. Whenever he opened his mouth, I want to curse them. So when he tried three times and all what he was saying was blessing, he now said, let me bless them myself now. Because three times I was out of control. <laughs> then he now said, may I die like these people. And so the enemy who said they should curse Israel now said, don't curse them or bless them. Then he said, okay, if I shouldn't curse them and bless them, let me now tell you. Another oracle. This is my own oracle, not the oracle of... <laughs> Listen to me. This oracle, what is this? Say 23 what? 
Never forget it. 23, 5, 23, 5, 23, 5. Say 23, 5. Why could it not be cursed? Because the Bible says in verse 1 of Ephesians, so the saints of God, who you are. And it says in verse 3, God has richly what? Blessed you. There's no curse in it. Bless you richly, abundantly. More blessing that can destroy every curse in this universe. He gave it to you. Okay? Now let me just finish with I'll read that very fast now. Why it says in verse 4, for he chose us in him. Before the creation of the world to be what? Holy and blameless in his sight, not by works. Not by works. That when I look at a saint of God, he is a holy man, according to God's letter. How did we attain it? He chose us in him before creation to be holy in his sight, in love. He what? Verse 5. He predestined us to be what? Adopted as what? His sons through who? Jesus Christ. In accordance to what? His pleasure. Come on. See, the Lord loves to bless me. The pleasure of God is that you are holy. Why? Because of the blood of the Lamb. Amen. I hope you understand what I'm telling you. Yes, so when you go to God and say, God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I used to eat people. I used to, I used to. <laughs> that mouth that ate people is gone. <laughs> By the cross, cross. <laughs> eh? Whatever you did in the past is no more in archives. Because God just the right pleasure to do that. Why will he not? That's one of the ways that he can mess up the devil. Somebody that the devil is holding my hand, that we are going to hell together. You and I, you and I, you and I are going to hell. You and I are going to hell. <laughs> and suddenly a light shone wah, in the darkness. And the man said, Jesus save me. And when the light shone, the devil lost his hand. All the chains broken. All the handcuffs you put in your hand that you are taking me to hell. All gone. Everything that you did is now recorded against the devil who did it through you. But for you, you are holy before God. I love that God. That is my God. I can hear you say that is your God. He predestined us to be adopted by his son. Through Jesus Christ in accordance to his pleasure. He loves it. And will... The next verse quick. To the praise of his glory, glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves, Jesus Christ. I love this. The next verse. If in him we have what? Through what? I cannot, see, I cannot hear what you say. In him we have redemption through what? Somebody said the blood of Jesus. Said the blood of Jesus. We have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins in accordance with... I, I can't teach you this today. Time is gone. Time is gone. I want to help you understand the, the letters of the law. Come on now. 
in accordance with his riches, the riches of God's grace. So the grace of God has been lavished over us already through salvation that we attain by Angels are not in our position. We are higher. Sons are higher than angels. Through the blood of Jesus. Stop looking at yourself, Lou. May God open your eyes to see what I'm saying. We're almost finished. Three more verses. Verse 8. That he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. Can you reason with me? This is God doing all this. All his grace. All his wisdom and understanding. And then he said, And he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure. That's the reason why anyone that God did not open his eyes, he can't understand God. They may call themselves atheists. They may have names they call themselves. Unless the Lord in his wisdom open your eyes. You can't know that he is God. So when you see people who are arguing about God blindly, just have pity on them. Because God didn't open their eyes. He didn't open their eyes. Look at what the Bible says here. According to his good pleasure, which he proposed in Christ, 10 and 11, to be put into effect when the times will have reach their full fulfillment to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head even jesus christ when jesus says all powers in heaven and earth have been what given unto me that is his death he's talking about this is where we're going to stop shall we read that together yes Do you know what it says? In him we were also chosen, having been what predestined according to what? The plan of him who works out everything. Say God is working for me. I can't hear you. God is working for me. I can't hear you. God is working for me. Somebody say God is working for me. The Bible says according in accordance with the plan of him. Who works out everything, both your success and your failure, your disappointment, your trial, your temptation, your falling, your rising. God is working everything. To conform with his plan. Whether the devil fight with you or man fight with you, God is working. The end of it will conform. You didn't hear me. Someone said that in this office, I will make sure you are not promoted. Why? Because you should have applied to a better office. But your head is stuck in that place. So when they promise you that you are not promoted, what do you do? Your brain open. Then you apply. That boss who said he will not promote you, you will become the boss of the boss of his boss. Look, let me say something to you. You need to change the way you see things to this way that the Bible is saying. I told mommy sometime when I was studying, I would just get tired and fed up of reading. Did it happen to any one of you students? Come and wave your hands to me if it happened to you. I just get fed up and tired of reading. 
You know, I told my wife today I was feeling sleepy. Yeah? In the broad daylight. When I have assignment to do, both for the convention next week that I'm working on, you leaders will have received the things I sent you yesterday midnight. I sent it about 2 a.m. Now, let me say this to you. I now told my wife that, look, let me tell you, you are feeling sleepy. I also am feeling sleepy. Something must be wrong. This is it. I want to test whether that sleep is from real tiredness or is fake. <laughs> I'm not saying fake news now. I'm saying fake tiredness. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, mommy asked me, how will you test whether a tiredness is fake or real? I said, underwater. Underwater. If I go to shower now and pour water on my head and I come out and the tiredness remains, then it must be a retardness. I say sometimes, you know, your body just go fake. It doesn't like good things. I told my wife, do you know that this body, okay, love to suffer? And the Bible says that you who carry it, punish it, beat it, it says. For this body to enjoy, it has to first be subjected to suffering. The more you can suffer the body, the more you will enjoy your tomorrow. Brain doesn't want to read. Pack the book. Put it in the brain. He doesn't want to read. That's why you must read again and read again and read again and read again and read again. You didn't understand. Keep on reading. Keep on. You must force the body against what he doesn't like. Many things the body like I think that will destroy him. No be so. You sleep, he doesn't want to wake up. You wake up, he doesn't want to get up. You get up, he doesn't want to walk. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> a little sleep, a little slumber, a little body number, somebody will walk, jump on you. Who told you that if you wake up at 5 a.m., you will know you will sleep in the day? Wake up first, go back first, get dressed and get out. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Listen to me, therefore. Whether your body is weak, whether you are sick, whether you are going through turbulent times, and it is the cause of your folly, you landed in it, God is working. It's an experience that you will come out of it. I didn't hear you say amen. Somebody say, God is working for me. Say again, God is working for me. I may not understand it, but God is working for me. Everything in my life will conform to the purpose of God. Everything in my family will conform to the purpose of God. Everything in my business will conform to the purpose of God. Stand up on your feet now. Do you know something, choir? I think you are too late. There is a song that says, Things are working for me. Things are working for me. For the Lord is on the throne. Things are working for me. 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 You can't sing it like me. Things are working for me. For the Lord is on the throne. Things are working for me. Things are working for me. Things are working for me. I am going higher. I am going higher. 
Are you ready? Things are getting better. Things are getting better. Things are getting better. Verse 11. That he who is working behind all things to the conformity of his will, you are going to pray, Father, everything happening in my life, as I enter the new week, let them obey your purpose and will. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Let me see the fulfillment of this word as I enter the new year. I have been chosen and predestined. All my failures of the past, they will conform with the will of God. All my battles, they will conform to the will of God. Everything that I'm going through will conform. Positions I'm receiving, they will conform with the will of God. Tell the Lord my thinking. Let my work, the work of my hand, Jesus, bring them to conformity with your purpose. This war will come to pass over me as I enter the new week, Lord. As you did to Hannah in Shiloh, you will do unto me as well. My mouth shall be filled with laughter and my tongue with songs of praise. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. One prayer more will pray, and this will pray in every day of the of the of the convention. This is the scripture He has given us this year. It says, 
He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. You will tell the Lord, I believe. Make everything new in my life. Make everything new in my life. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Tell the Lord, I believe. He that sits on the throne says, I am making everything new. Father, make everything new in my life. Let me experience your newness in my body. Let me experience your newness in my mind, in my heart. Yeah, Lord Jesus. Tell the Lord before this time next week. Tell the Lord, let the newness manifest. Let it manifest. Make all things new for me. Make all things new for me. That mortal men will know that I serve you, the living God. Father, we pray thee. Father, we pray thee. Father, we pray thee. Lift up your voice. I'm going to thank God now. Begin to thank God now. Begin to thank God for answered prayer. Thank God for accepting your praise tonight. Thank God for accepting your worship tonight. Because you are the saint of God, God has richly blessed you. You are the saint of God, God has richly blessed you. Father, we bless your name. You have restored my fortune like the watercourse of Negev. Blessed be your holy name, O God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. I can hear your amen. Amen. Father, the person who came here sat today, I decree, Lord, the reason for sadness, according to your word, is taken away. By the time that person gets home, he will meet the joy there. Whatever was responsible for your sorrow is taken away. Lord, somebody whose glory has become ashes, and he says, I have nothing to live for. From this hour, the king of glory who has become your glory will manifest over you. Your song changes tonight. Listen to me. Everything that you have lost that saddens you, the Lord in this year will restore them more than tenfold. When they will do the end of this year, you will stand among the saints to say, The man of God said this on the overcomers' vigil of February, between February and December, you will say in your lips, My mouth cannot count all that God has done. There will be what is called restitution in your life. The Lord will leave you in a better position than what you used to be. Those of you that man have shut doors against, 
With the key of David, double doors are open before you. If anybody is under my voice that is sick in his body, I curse your sickness from your roots. And I command the root of the sickness to be taken out. The whole of the system of your body and organ and bones and blood and water. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, King of Heaven, because it's done. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. Let's sit down for a few minutes. I will call Pastor Adisa to come and take the offering. But before he takes the offering, there is a testimony that was sent from Germany. I want him to read that testimony and then he conduct the offering. Were you blessed tonight at all? Get ready for power. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, I want to read you one to testimony which I received this morning. Uh, this morning. This is a testimony from one of the um, one of the wife of one of the brothers um, members in the church in Germany. Um, she came to us during the month of December to come and spend some time with the husband, and then in January during the overcomers, just like overcomers vigil, like tonight in January, and that was on the 28th of January. And this was the text that she sent this morning. She says, "The apostolic anointing is working." She says, on my birthday, on the 28th of January, our father in the Lord, Apostle Williams, prayed for me. And he emphasized in, in, in regards to my job. It's, and I said, Amen, in faith, because we are a faith-based Bible-believing church. I have received a promotion. I was denied two years ago. Today, I am promoted from assistant director to deputy director. He said, by this, I am just a step to the pinnacle of my public service career. He said, praise God. He said, we have a prophetic mandate. We have a prophetic mandate and unction in CFT. He said, great testimony. Say hello to daddy. And that is the testimony. Twice, twice she was denied. And I remembered on that very night, on that very night was a bad day. And her father in the Lord said, oh, come, let me pray for you. And she says, oh, daddy, I am supposed to have been promoted as a director. He said, but they denied me twice. And apostle prayed for her that as you go, you'll be promoted. She said, amen. She now sent the testimony that yesterday she has been promoted. And we thank God for that testimony. Hallelujah. God is good. I say, God is good. Whatever you are believing for, believe you have received it, and so it shall be. I say, believe you have received it, and so it shall be. Yeah, the Lord will promote you. Amen. The Lord will promote you. I knew when she came, that was what she was saying. Twice, say, Pastor, I'm supposed to have been the director. He said, but twice they deny me. I want to do it. He said, but I told them I cannot compromise. I cannot compromise. And she says, now. She's been, she's been, she was, she's been promoted now 
as the assistant director and before this year comes to an end the lord will make her to be that director yeah. hallelujah we're going to bring our tithe and our, we're going to bring our offering yes our tithe our offering to the lord tonight amen we know that every offering we collect tonight is just to continue to promote this this um this program like many people watch this on the telly and i believe that everything that we give tonight is that we are contributing to the manifestation of god's work just as paul says in the book of philippians chapter 4 he says not that i demand anything from you he said but when you give that everything that you give may be put in account for you amen and so tonight as we're going to bring our offering, let us remember that this is every offering we bring tonight is used most especially for the program, proclamation of the gospel. And I believe that anything you give tonight, there's someone somewhere who needs to be saved. There's someone somewhere who needs to hear the gospel. There's someone somewhere who needs to be released from the bondage of Satan. Someone somewhere whom lies have been told. But by the truth that we come through the message that we've had tonight, there will be liberation for them. Amen. So with a heart that is full of thanks, we're going to bring our tithes, our offering tonight to the Lord. And as we bring it, I know that the Lord Almighty who sees every heart, the Lord will do the desires of your heart for you. So joyfully we're going to bring our offering tonight. I want you to, I want you to bow your heads and just pray. Thank God. That, Lord, this will be used for the proclamation of your works. That the work of the Lord may continue to progress. And that everywhere that this message that we will be listening to, those who have been locked up will be set loose. And the name of the Lord will be glorified in their life. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. We bring our tithes, we bring our offering, offering of thanks to you tonight. We know, O oh Lord, that every offering that is collected tonight, O oh Lord, is to use for the proclamation of your works, to use in the air and for every other means, that those who have been who have been locked up can be released, those who have been in the bondage in the cluster of Satan, that they can be released by such a message that we have tonight. Father, as we give, we ask, O oh Lord, that according to your promises, heaven shall be opened upon us, and the works of our hand will be blessed, O oh Lord God. Promotion will come for us, O oh Lord, for promotion does not come from any man, but it only comes from you. And you will lift us up above every situation. In Jesus' almighty name we have prayed. Can we rise up please as we bring our offering to the Lord. We're just going to um, actually do a special number. So if you don't mind taking your seats. Thank you. The um, song we're going to sing is just a song of strength. Um, Bible says in Isaiah, I think chapter 40, it says... Um, it says, even youth grow weary and young men grow weak. But it says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount our wings like eagles. They shall run, never grow weary. They shall walk and never grow faint. And the song that we're going to sing tonight is just echoing that verse that God is our strength in the times of weakness, in the times where we want to give up, times where we don't have the strength to continue. He's the one that imparts the strength into us. We pray that this song not just ministers to you, but even as we sing it, you will feel the strength of God coming in you. Amen. We pray that you're blessed.
blessed at all did you read the words of that song that is for me let's rise up together before the Lord my God and my King this is the eve of our great convention the 27th of such in the history of this church I remember, Lord, the first offering collected in this church, 1990, was 34 pounds. Lord, you have taken us from the days of little beginning. In the days that we could not raise money to buy combo. In the days that we had to believe God for a miracle to buy a guitar. You took us through all that. We the same people. 27 years after. We can stay out of this acorn. The little planting. A new cross. You have taken us to India taking us to Nigeria, to Jamaica, to Ireland, to Germany, to Venice, Lord, to Cameroon, to United States of America, to Cote d'Ivoire, to Ghana, to Benin Republic, to Togo, Lord, to Sierra Leone, even now, Malawi and Zimbabwe. You have taken us to Saudi Arabia. Lord, the voice of God out of this house has spoken to powerful nations. The voice of God out of this house is heard in the corridors of strongest power that is on universe. Lord, we have spoken prophetics about nations, about people. You have healed the sick. You have delivered those who oppress, cast out devils from people who are cultic. You have sent us, O oh God, to missions that ordinary man will be afraid of. We went to the, to the forest of the evil one, they call evil forest. We came out on hearts. You spoiled principalities and powers before us. You shut the mouth of the lion, O oh Lord. 
If we have 10,000 tongues, they are not enough to praise you. Children born in this church, grown in this church, now married with children. Our God and our Redeemer, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. As you told us from beginning, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. Thank you for giving us a willing heart. Thank you for giving us obedient spirits. And today we can say, come and see what God has done. Father, we exalt you. We magnify thee. This is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. Lord, Christ faith tabernacle globally. I present them before you, my God. The one who appeared unto me February 1984. And I say unto you, this is my family that you have healed out of the rock. Together we began. Together we enter destiny. Together we enter eternity. I invoke your blessing over every seed of Christ with tabernacle across the globe. Wherever they may be at this hour, as they breathe in the air, let your blessing come upon them. As they wake up tomorrow and see the sun, and tomorrow shall set and they shall see the moon. So Lord, the covenant you made with me, let it stand with them. Let it be fulfilled over them. You, the God who appeared unto me, appear unto every one of my seeds. Everywhere at the end of the world, Lord, this new week we are entering into. Over this weekend, let everyone encounter you, my God. Father, Lord, you who are taking me to heaven several times, I ask you that over this weekend, let there be journeys to heaven. My God and my King, you who have sent cherubs unto me to minister unto me, you who have sent your angels to me to minister unto me, you who are taking me to the throne room where decisions is taking over nation, carry all members of CFT with the wings of eagle. Over this weekend, let everyone encounter you, O God. What you have prepared for us next week, Lord, I pray and decree by your name, nothing will hinder us from there. Prepare our hearts, prepare our mind, prepare our body. Lord, empower us supernaturally from this very moment, even to the end of our grace with you. Lord, I thank you for those who are here. And I thank you for those who will be coming. The prayers that I prayed for them today who are here. I pray also for those that you will be bringing into this family. I pray also for those that you have brought in. That the enemy took away and you told me that you are coming back. As the dry bones in the valley heard the voice of Ezekiel and flesh came upon them. I speak to all the dry bones of CFT Church all over the world. Begin to hear the voice of the Lord. Rise up from the graves of the earth. I command flesh to come upon you. 
I speak to the winds in the four corners of the globe to enter into you. A mighty army begin to come back. A mighty army begin to come in. A mighty army begin to come back. A mighty army begin to come in. A mighty army begin to come back. A mighty army begin to come in. Everyone that God has ordained with part of this house, I rebuke the devil concerning them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bless and glorify your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Please, let's take our seats for a few minutes. I think I'll call Pastor Fumi to come and give us a brief announcement for the week. But before she does that, I think maybe I welcome anyone watching with us for the first time. You are coming here for the first time. Please wave your hands up. Anybody coming in for the first time? Did you invite a friend tonight? Do you know one thing you must do? Every day next week, you really from Sunday, make it a decision to invite somebody. And God will bless you for everyone that you invite. Are we together? We need to really pray for souls and get the souls. Now, can I remind you just one that tomorrow I'm holding a meeting with all of you who have not come to meet your pastor. We are having a banquet together, a dinner together. And also after this meeting, all ordained leaders, you know what? Instead of going to Hall of Mirrors, just come to the front here for a brief. My brief with you will not take more than 10 minutes concerning next week. So let's welcome Pastor Fumi, please, for the announcement. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, next week, Apostle has said it all, but we start the week, the convention next week on Monday. And we start our programs, uh, which are morning programs and evening programs on Monday at 12.30. So 12.30 on Monday is when we start on Monday alone because we have to register and we have uh, a number of our guests arriving. But we will then follow on with our evening service, which is a divine intervention crusade. Every night of the convention is power night. So we start our crusade at 7 o'clock every evening. On Tuesday, we will start our program at 11 in the morning and we'll run all day. And then we have our evening meetings. And that will be the program throughout the week until Friday. On Saturday, for everyone who has registered to be a part of the Divine Intervention Anniversary Dinner, we have our dinner on Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock, somewhere in Knightsbridge. And if you have registered on your way out tonight, please stop at the anniversary desk and collect your invitation card for the dinner. On Sunday, of course, we have our Thanksgiving service here at uh, 10 o'clock. It's a joint service. uh, And uh, I'm sure Apostle is best at saying, come with your dancing shoes. 
because throughout this week, this coming week, we would all have experienced God in a new dimension and we'll have cause to glorify his name. We'll have cause to come here and come and dance and give praise to God on Sunday morning. Amen. Because she's the OC. That's why I told her to come and update us. Now, can I say that the timetable of the week is available? And you are going to be having that uh, in your announcement sheet on Sunday. Um, I don't know. Is is, uh, Dickin Charles about? Where is Dickin Charles? He's always at the door. He's one of the angels of the door. Hallelujah. That's what David said. I prefer to be a, a gate man in the church. Well, whatever the case may be, let us make sure on Sunday we don't go late. We are having our services in New Cross and also here. But throughout next week, there is no meeting in New Cross at all. New Cross will be shut down completely. If you go there, they will let you go in. So every meeting moved to Cathedral. Those of you who do Shiloh Pillars at 10, you can come to Cathedral and do your Shiloh Pillars on Monday. But we are starting our schedule on the program. And those of you who want to attend any of those morning meetings, please make sure you put your name down so that we know how many people are coming at each time. That will be consolidated by Sunday so that we can prepare for the hospitality. Also, be at your best behavior. I know you are always great people because we're having some of our, of our members from all over the world. Whenever they come to the base, they watch everybody to go and give reports in India, in Africa, everywhere, all over the place, Ireland and stuff. So, and I want to make sure that we continue to give them good impression. On Sunday, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to show you a video of Ireland where eight-year-old girls were leading worship, the main choir. I, I mean, I was flabbergasted. But on Sunday, I will help you understand it. These are the two girls. Doctors said they would not leave when they were born. They were just the size of my palm. And our pastor in, in, in Ireland is a very good doctor himself. And when he went to see those girls in the incubator, the doctor said to him, but you are a medical doctor. You can agree with me that these children cannot live. If they live at all, they will be vegetable for life. That look at their size, are no more than hand. So they were still arc shape. Okay? And doctor said they will live. Of course, because he's a medical doctor. The other guy too is talking, he's a medical doctor. He, he, he cannot say more than, we know that medically they cannot live. But he said that, I can tell you that these children will live by God. Those children today are great singers. They are praise worship leaders, part of the senior choir, main choir. When I got there, I said that I didn't make mistake by saying all nine-year-olds should be my meeting. If eight years old are leading worship, and we saw some of them too, they came to play. A ten-year-old was blowing trumpet like water. The drummer was playing so much jazz, and they are about ten, eleven, keyboardist, drummer, trumpeter. I was so excited. But we're having Pastor Tawu join us on Monday, you know. But I'll be playing those tapes on 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 uh, Sunday. So Sunday is going to be a very great day for us. It is the beginning. Then we are having anointing service during this convention. We also have the privilege of 
hosting the Dr. Cecil Stewart. He was with us last year and he'll be with us this year. It's going to be a wonderful time for you and I. Well, shall we rise up on our feet, please? And we'll bring this meeting to a close. Once we close, I want all ordained leaders, deacons, deaconesses, men and women, to please come forward here. Before we, when we finish, we'll do a prayer that we normally do. Shall we lift up our hand to heaven and let's share the grace together and fellowship? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. That shall be shouts of blessing that will fall in my house.
be unto you according to your confession. God bless you. I'll see you on Sunday. And those of you coming tomorrow, tomorrow is 6. Please, make sure we don't come late. All of the leaders shall move forward, please. This is the year when things will never be the same again. When everything changes. This is the year when things will never be the same again. This is 2017, the year of transformation. He that is seated on the throne said, I'm making all things new. Tell the Lord, transform my life this year. Make new of my life. Join Apostle Alfred Williams, residing Bishop of Christ Faith Tabernacle in 2017, and let your life be transformed for eternity. We look forward to welcoming you to our beautiful cathedral, Ebenezer Building. This stunning Gothic masterpiece is a place where you will rise above the battles of life and be transformed into the likeness of Christ. For further information on our incredible venue for hire packages, contact us now. And now, to aid you in this year of transformation, the calling of Apostle Williams DVD is a Available at Amazon.co.uk and Apostle's brand new book, The Call of Apostle, at ApostleWilliams.com. 2017, the year of transformation at Christ Faith Tabernacle, Ebenezer Building, 186 Power Street, Woodies, London, SE18 6NL. Visit cftchurches.org or call 020-8316-2332. 2017 is your year of transformation. You can now join us for the explosions that are happening in our satellite churches, Berlin, Germany, NSI. Ireland, Dublin, Ireland, Limerick, Ireland, Bristol, UK, Birmingham, UK, Chandigarh, India, Marabha, Nigeria, Lagos, Nigeria, and Abuja, Nigeria. 